pictures in cute clothes and like tag where they got the clothes that's affordable and kind of like move on. Like, I, I hate to be that person. Once again, I'm not trying to say shut up and dribble. Like, if you have opinions, no, I agree. Sure. I think if that, like, celebrities should just hush. Just... If you don't know anything about politics, sit down. Like, <laughs> the world does not need to hear your deranged just... thoughts. Most of Gen Z doesn't know what the heck they're saying. And then they have their favorite singer or their favorite actor just echoing in their echo chamber. And they think that now they're a philosopher. Like, I just, I can't. I don't know. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm and Mallory. And we are changing culture and bringing up traditional values. So we have a special co-host tonight for the tea cap. We have our tea mugs. And um, we are ready to get into some good, juicy information. But first, I want to do... So I listen to this podcast, and I always go, it's church announcements. I'm going to say, until I think of something like clever like that, I'm going to say a team huddle. We're going to do a team huddle really quick, everyone. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about before we get into the stories. Number one, I'm super excited um, because Noelle is going to be her podcast, Out of Context, um, is going to be joining our first Those Other Girls Media Network. We I mentioned it earlier in the um in the year and some of the solo episodes I did that like those other girls we are going to be at the forefront of entertainment. The only way we're gonna change culture is if we are in the culture ourselves. So we're gonna be partnering up with other podcasts. We're gonna be starting our own podcasts that aren't just talking about these topics, but like I mentioned, we're eventually gonna have a movie review one. We're gonna have um I'd love for us to do like a recipe book and not just me, because this is not the Mallory show. It's called Those Other Girls, because it's a group effort. But Noelle's gonna be our first one, her podcast out of context. So you guys should definitely look into it. And it's pretty much been Noel week because I had you on earlier this week um, on Wednesday's episode. Everybody should check that out. And then today she's joining us for the TCAP. Um, and I'm just super excited to have you Thanks on. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I'm very excited to be working with such like-minded women. And I'm just so excited for the future. So. Yay, I'm excited too. I think this will be good. I think that this is a good start to just, you know, we're all tired of the entertainment space not being welcoming to people who have different opinions when it comes to Christianity and conservatism. So I think just doing our own thing is really going to make a difference. And I think that's really what we're going to have to do. Um, And also too, like I always say, one of the goals with those other girls is for us to be in that when you go to the um, 
the top 200 page for us to eventually be up there so that there's at least another voice in the space. So even if we're not changing someone's mind, which I would love to do, they're at least getting the information because right now they're not really getting that information. So we would like all of our, those are the girls, partners, anything like that to be, um, to, for them to be known and be heard. So the other uh, team huddle announcement, I want to remind everyone that primary season is coming up. Um, By the time you hear this, your chance to register in North Carolina to vote will be over, but primaries are here and let me pull up. Okay. So the 2022 primaries, May 3rd is Indiana and Ohio. If you live in Indiana and Ohio, make sure you are prepared for that. Uh, May 10th is Nebraska, West Virginia. May 17th is Kentucky, North Carolina, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. And May 19th is Idaho. We'll do more as the year goes on. Yeah, the year goes on. Or technically, I guess, as the month goes on. Um, And we're going to do more to remind you guys because we have to, like, we have to take these primaries very seriously. Um, the Dems slash Libs slash Pro Boards are going to be out there voting because they're mad. They're mad that we've got a lot of things through. So we've had really good bills passed. Um, California disappointed us, but there's so many other states that have done fantastic. So we really, they're, they're upset. They really are not happy with us. So we got to make sure that we are out there and we are voting. We cannot sit this one out. This isn't one. The primaries are important because, you know, we need a good Republican representative um, or Democrat. If you're listening, you're a Democrat. Um, we need a good representative to go against the Democrats, um, mainly because you can have a Republican running. But let's be honest, it has to be someone who can also beat the Democrats, but sticks with your values. So that's what you need to be voting for. Um, and I know, for example, like the Senate in North Carolina, I don't, where you live in? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. Okay, so I know for, we have a Senate, a very, very, very important Senate race. And there's 16 people running, but really just three. Um, But there's 16 people running. And that means we're probably going to, we're definitely going to have a runoff. First of all, and second of all, this also just shows that like we have to pick. We have tons of options, and I mean, we have like far, far right people running all the way to like super moderate people running. So wherever your values lie, you got to pick someone on there. So this is so so important. Also, a reminder: we have these t-shirts. Nevertheless, she voted, and I think they're super cute personally, and they're on our website. So I think you should order one. And order one for your friend. And then you guys wear them just to remind people, hey, we got to vote. We got to vote. It's important. We got to vote. Come on, everybody. We got to vote. We got to vote. We got to vote. Um, but yeah, when do you know when your primary is? To be honest, I don't because with California, everyone's blue. So I'm kind of just like, you know, at least in Los Angeles, yeah. it's like literally, I'm not in Orange yeah. County. If I was in Orange County, I would definitely. Um, and I'll like volunteer with different candidates. I volunteered for Young Kim two years ago, um, but like in in LA, it's like, wow, that was two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's flown. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Okay. All right. That's understandable. That's I can't I can't fault you for that. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize you lived in L.A. Wow. That's fancy. Oh, okay. Do you see celebrities a lot? No, I don't. Everyone always asks me that. I don't. Um, my uncle has a lot, but I'm like more in the outskirts. And then like I grew up going to church in East L.A. Um, so I'm definitely in like not the downtown or Hollywood area. Um, definitely like outskirts okay. area. Okay. Have you seen any celebrities before, though? You have. I've seen like TikTokers, like YouTubers, but like no A-list like celebrities, like from a distance. Like I've seen okay. like Stevie Wonder from a distance, and like Steven Spielberg oh. from, like, a distance, but I didn't like talk to them. Oh. Okay. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, the TikTokers, YouTubers. I mean, I kind of sort of count them. Like, like I saw Paul. I was actually in an elevator with Paul Morgan oh, before cool. and yeah, super sweet. And, um, like, I guess I, w- I would count them, but like, I don't know, like the guy that does a thing like, okay, I would count Trisha Paytas. I have really been obsessed with watching people review her, not even her content. Like I didn't even know who she was two years ago. But a lot of people who I watch, um, like I watch Michelle uh, McDaniels. She has the show, um, My Thoughts Will Probably Offend You. It's actually really interesting. Um, she's not Christian and she's um, she's probably a libertarian. But she talks about like fitness stuff. So it's always very motivational watching her. But she also talks about culture stuff. And like she talks a lot about Trisha Paytas. So that's how I was like who is this person? And then I watched one or two of her videos. And then, you know, when you watch something on YouTube, then all of a sudden that's all you see. So I've been like obsessed with like looking at her and I'm like, this girl is crazy. So if I saw her, I would consider her famous, but like, um, I don't know. I can't even name any other YouTubers really. Yeah. I mean, and TikTok. Yeah. I don't really like keep up with any of them. I think, yeah, the only person I enjoy watching, um, she like lives in a bus. Her name's Sayla. I really like watching her video. She's just like always happy and like she lives in a bus and I think it's cool. Aww. So that's cute. I love that name, Sayla. Really yeah, it's really pretty. pretty. And it's from the Bible, right? Sayla. It's from the Bible, I'm pretty sure. Some translation. Um right. To be completely honest, I don't know. I don't want to say yes and then it not be, but okay. like I feel like it is i could be completely off base but anywho um just a reminder everybody um happy to have noelle on and also to vote 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 get some cute merch um i'm trying to think any other team huddle announcements uh can't think of anything anything exciting happened to you this week noelle that you want to i mean i'm taking grad photos this uh saturday so that's exciting (gasps) Um, and i'll be like posting on instagram what i'm doing next uh in life the next step a lot of people have been asking me so i'll finally share that on saturday so that's exciting and this will come out on saturday so everybody will list will probably like pause it to go to instagram and see then oh that's exciting yay okay I know you're happy to be done with college. Yeah, I, I'm really happy. I'm just, I majored in two things and one of which I'm not using. So I'm just kind of happy to be done with one major, but oh. I'm sad to be done with the other one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we're excited to see whatever happens next. Um, I will say, so by the time you guys hear this, 
uh, you can head over to my personal Instagram or I'll probably post on those other girls too. But one of the abortion facilities in Charlotte closed down. So we're doing like a, yeah, it's really great. I want to act like I was a part of it, but I wasn't. So what happened was um, the Saturday I did my uh, training was the last Saturday that that was open. So we were planning to go to that particular facility, but they just kept closing and closing and closing. So we never went to that facility. They kept saying, oh, we're not open, we're not open, we're not open. And then eventually they closed down. So my team, the people who I was trained with, have been there and they're doing like a thing. Even though I never even got a chance to to go, I'm so allowed to celebrate. So I'm really excited about that, though, because, I mean, I like to think that I prayed and that um, was part of it, too. But, yeah, so we're going to be doing that Saturday morning. And then we're doing something Friday night, too which will be the day after we record slash the day before you hear this. But I'm really excited for that. So I'm really glad that um, that happened. That's so exciting. Yeah. Now we just need the biggest one in the Southeast. So we also have the biggest abortion facility in the Southeast in Charlotte. We need that one to close. Um, that one is going to be really hard um, because it's very much like – you can, when you go, you can just tell, like, the spiritual, like, light and dark. It's awful. Like, it's just terrible. And I think they even have, like, they're, like, they go trend on TikTok. That's how, like, crazy the pro boards are there. There was a time, um, I think I posted on my Instagram. They, like, one of the girls said, like, a curse over us. It was oh wild. God. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been a couple times where, like, we're praying and I just, like, I'm overwhelmed with like sadness and like tear up a little bit, which if you know me, you know, I cry a lot, but it's this, I don't know. It just felt different. Like it was just like feeling on the sadness of like the heaviness of it. So I'm excited for that one. Now when that one closes too, oh gosh, that's going to be so great. Um, but really happy with the one that did close and we're just going to continue to thank God for the next ones. Um, but yeah. All right, I'm trying to think of anything else to discuss before we get into it, because I think we should go ahead and get into it. There's a lot that have happened, that has happened this week, um, that I really want to talk about. So, okay, here we go. We are raising our glasses, our mugs, and we're going to have some tea. Clink. Pretend like there was a clink sound. Here we go. Um, do you pay attention to like Coach? Oh, oh my goodness. You live in California. Do you pay attention to Coachella and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, like on TikTok, you know? Okay. It's like okay. I make a lot of TikTok content. That's like okay. where I got my start. So I'm always on TikTok. Okay. And so you heard about the fiasco with Revolve, I'm assuming. Did you yeah, hear about that? Yeah, like I've, I've seen a few videos been like floating on the internet, but I know it's like a newer festival, so I was kind of confused by like the drama behind it. I just know there's like a ton of like influencers and celebrities there, so. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll give you the tea on how, the breakdown. Okay, so Coachella, everybody knows Coachella is like the big thing. I've never been, I actually kind of want to go partially because I really like music. But I also really like outfits. Like the outfit, I just I don't know. It would be fun to dress go. up and take like growing up, everyone wins. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really? It's like a wow. thing. It's like a rite of passage as a Californian, but I have no interest in going. But. Wow. Oh, okay. But well, cool. <laughs> one day I would you know, like, like I'll, I'll watch other people go, and yeah. I'm entertained by that. Like that's good enough for me. <laughs> well, okay. So Coachella has an event. Um, it's like three weekends or something like that, and then during um the first weekend, Revolve, which is a clothing store that's incredibly popular. Honestly, I had never heard of it, but apparently super popular and they have cute clothes and they have they started doing their own little like Coachella at Coachella but it's mainly for influencers and like celebrities so essentially you would get and it was used to be invite only so you would be invited to go to this and it's like an influencer's dream everything is like super curated to be um like a place where you take pictures is curated for like um, influencer stuff. So I want to say they probably even have, all I heard was like an influencer's dream and like everything is curated for them. So I feel like they probably even have like places where you can put your phone to make sure you take a good uh, okay, selfie or do a good TikTok type People thing. too. Yeah. So like, it's like everything is perfect for content. And the idea I'm assuming is just to, um, you're going and you make it seem like it's just really fun. You have all these pictures so more people want to go. And like, honestly, I saw some of the outfits and things like that. I was like, huh, maybe I will look into this Revolve store. So that's their whole purpose. Well, this year they made it a little bit less exclusive. Um, and they invited people, but it was at a special location. So you go to this one location that's like a field it looked like it was just like a straight up field and buses come and pick you up and then take you to the location well apparently they overbooked or something like that so people were standing outside for like seven hours at that field waiting to go to the revolve place so that's what they were saying it was like a mini fire festival um i kind of disagree with that concept and I kind of got this idea from the morning toast I think it was Claudia said it I kind of disagree with that concept because like at the end of the day Revolve still had a great event you just weren't on time so you missed it and they just didn't have a way to like fix it and I hate to say this and like I don't know if anybody from this organization um listens and I'm not trying to drag you but like this is literally what happened like at SAS a couple like two years ago I don't know if you were there yeah like, you were there how, like, like event that was your first conservative my event my first one like, was like the yeah. Candace Owens I went to the White House but that was like you know that was like a protest yeah okay well yeah so that's what that that's more of what it reminded me of you just were late so you were standing outside yes. i stood outside i was so upset okay also too do you remember like if you didn't have an influencer pass yes. you were you were you were stuck outside that was it that's, uh, sorry oops they overbooked okay do you were you out there when mike lindell promised everybody he would give us a pillow? i was inside but i i heard about it though oh you got yeah. inside Okay. I, I had like Mike Lindell promise he'd give everybody me, so oh that must have been nice I cannot relate I stood waiting and I was like and when um the podcast listener was talking about it they were like making fun of the people that waited and I'm like yeah you losers and then I was like you know what I kind of did the exact same thing so I was like okay I'm awake because I know even though I've been here for a couple of hours, I know something's going to happen. They'll let me in. And like, looking back, that was so dumb. I should have just gone to the beach or 
gone to eat or something. I just stood there. And then I, like, texted, like, I think, I was I there with friends or did I make friends at this one? Sometimes I'll go by myself and then I'll make friends. And then sometimes my friends will go. I think this is the one where, no, because this is where I met Sydney. So Sydney was my roommate and I had never met her before. I think it was just us. Yes, it was just us. It was so nice because, you know, sometimes you go to those things and it's like four to a room and oh, two beds. They put but it was just the two like of us. With one and... other person. So I've lucked out on that. Oh, wow. I've literally gone through the whole gamut. I've had the two in a room and we have to share a bed with someone we've never what? met. I've had the three in a room where the two girls knew each other. So they shared a bed and I had the bed by myself. And then I've had the one bed, one person. And then I've had no one showed up. That's nice. Um, so I went through the whole. Yeah, no one showing up was really nice. Um, but yeah, so one second, my battery on my laptop's about to die. Should have plugged it in. Um, everyone, hold it two seconds. I heard like nightmare um, stories of like people like going and then getting a really terrible roommate, and then them like bringing someone back into the hotel, and they have to go stay in someone else's room. And I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah, I have, thank God I've never had anything like that. I've always, I think I've always liked my roommates. Um, my very first roommate, um, Val and Brittany. I'm actually still really good friends with Val. And we're going to be roommates together again for YWLS. Oh, cool. um, but we're actually like, yeah. So we actually stayed really good friends. She was my first ever roommate. And then I think the Sydney... Still talk to her occasionally. Um, and then uh, everybody else, oh, we're friends on social media, but I, we're not like super close. But Val, Sydney, and Brittany, I talked to Brittany too. The three of them, we talk a lot. Um, so I'm like, it's really a hit or a miss. But I think also too, it has to deal with like who you are. If you don't make too much of a big of a deal yeah. of things, it typically works out. And then you just got to find your friends. Like, you're not going to get along with everybody. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, but once you find the people that are similar to you, so like if you don't want to go out and party, then don't be friends with people who go out and party. If you want to go out and party, but you don't want to do anything too crazy, because there's those, like, that's me. I like to go out and we went uh, cowboy that's dancing. Fun. Like that. That's I'm, fun. I always want to do that. That's yeah that's fun it's the people that are like they're doing that and then they're like have coke or yeah. something and then they're going out to like 8 a.m like, that's not me that's so if that's not you don't hang out with those people yeah. that's how it i'm right there in the middle i don't want to stay in because that to me that's boring yeah. but i also don't want to you know no, yeah i'm the same way I like i need people. to breaks too like yeah. I, I like to go out and like especially in texas i'm like man i want to see a cute cowboy but i don't want to like i don't want to do anything crazy like i just want to be right 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 like love to meet the locals not trying to go home exactly with the you know there's, there's a balance there's yeah a balance yeah 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 um but so anyway so um they the people it was a fiasco and it just reminded me of turning point uh sass 2020 yeah. um what do you think about this year's fashion did you like any of the clothes how did you think i mean I, I thought it was really funny how so many people were like oh the influencers try harder than the celebrities and like there's a bunch of drama about that but then like one of the influencers was like well duh like celebrities don't want to get spotted influencers do and i'm like okay like that makes sense but like i don't know like seeing some of their outfits like i'm like how like what in your mind like 
made you think like, yes, this is a fit. I'm, I look so good. Like, I don't know. Some of them were just like, it gave me arts and crafts vibes. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I also feel like I saw a lot of like bikini, mm-hmm. t- like the little bikini things and like the, uh, and maybe like a sheer over it. And I was like, is there a Ooh, that's exactly like, what I've what seen so everybody... many people wearing like it was like the less clothes I feel like that was a theme this yeah. year I feel like that's like majority of the time like at music festivals it's like an excuse to wear like hardly any clothes but like I don't know like I was on a jubilee video about like free the nipple and like my big were yeah, you really? I, Wait, which one? It was like, uh, should we free the nipple or not? I didn't post about. I have imposter syndrome. I have serious imposter syndrome, so I never post about anything I do. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Post everything all the time. I'm literally probably while I'm editing this, I'm going to watch it. Okay, you were on the free the nipple one, okay. but like they edited it super weird, so I sounded super dumb. But like one thing that they did keep in, yeah, they like did yeah, them. but like one thing they did keep in was I talked about like Billie Eilish and how before she was like she always wore baggy clothes, you know, and like if for her that was empowering. It was empowering to wear more clothes than less, and like I shared that because I'm like I definitely resonate with that. Like I have my moments where like, I like to wear a little sundress, you know. Like, I'm not a prune, but a prude, not prune. <laughs> I was going to say prune. Oh, is that California for prune? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, like, way more empowering to, like, I mean, everyone's different, but I think it's empowering to, like, you could still look, like, really good and super fly and, like, wear clothes and, like, be modest. And I feel like that's, like, more attractive, if anything. And, like, even from a secular viewpoint, like, I feel like guys are not going to go for the girl that's wearing less clothes, at least long term. So, like, I feel like when you respect yourself, people respect you as well. But Yeah, that's something that I have definitely been... Like, I've never been super, like, provocative, but there have been times where I've been, like, like looking back, I'm like, you know what, that wasn't very appropriate. <laughs> um, like, I probably should not have worn that. And I've been really, like, working on that because I really do think um, you can find cute, modest clothes. Yeah. Like, you don't have to always wear, like, super low-cut cut like we yeah. all know what I'm talking about you don't have to do that and I really I want to be better at that because I mean there were to me I saw I think I shared in my story the cutest thing I saw was she wore this like green like tassel thing and it looked super cheap and I think you said arts and crafts and that's kind of what it reminded me of but I thought that was super cute I did like a lot of her other stuff and then she did have um some of the bikini type thing and that's when it was like mesh over that's when I was like okay there has to be a pool but like my favorite out of all of those was the one it was like came from like here to a little bit further down and you know it doesn't have to come up here and you don't have to like wear long sleeve you don't have to do all that but I'm just saying like um you know, to me, that was the cutest. Yeah. And also, too, just a note on modesty. Um, and once again, like, I'm sure you can go through my Facebook, especially in college, and find that isn't super modest. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've taken them all down out, out of growth. But I'm sure you can find some stuff. And I don't, I'm not trying to, like, um, shame anyone. I'm just sharing an opinion. But um, a note on modesty. So when I was in Oman, um, we 
went to um, the opera. And in the opera, we um, we had to dress up like from head to toe uh, in like, because Oman's a Muslim country in uh, like, we had to cover. And um, I wore a hijab, like I covered my hair and then I had like a long sleeve dress on and it's actually a picture like hanging in my room. And I just, every time I look at that picture, I feel like I've never looked prettier. I don't know why. Like, I just feel like I just look so beautiful. I'm wearing, like, this beautiful, beautiful pink scarf, like, covering my hair. This gorgeous, like, dress. I don't know. It's just such a pretty picture. And I just, every time I see that, I just remind myself, like, you know what? That's, like, you don't have to wear all of this provocative stuff to be considered beautiful. It feels that way because honestly, that's kind of the only time you really get compliments, but that doesn't mean that that's the right thing. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I, I like hate like authority and rules. I know that's like weird to say as like a Christian, I, the Lord definitely like changed things in me, but I'm like <laughs> definitely more on like the, Oh, you want me to do this? So I'm not going to do it. But I think, like, contrarian. You're a contrarian. Yeah, but, like, I, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I think that's why I wouldn't be able, like, I mean, I, I wouldn't be Muslim because I don't believe that's the truth. But, I mean, I feel like I wouldn't be able to. One of the reasons is because of, like, the head covering. Like, I, I don't know. I love, like, styling my hair. But, like, I think one thing is, like, modesty is also like it's not a one-size-fits-all like I think growing up in church I was kind of like okay like if my dress like I was told in private school like okay if my dress is three inches below like my fingertips and like that's immodest but like modest isn't one size fits all mm-hmm. like i'm five two and like i can get away with wearing a dress that's a little shorter versus my friend who's six foot because it's gonna look way shorter on her because she has longer legs and it like she bends certain ways it's not gonna show the prettiest angles you know so like i feel right. like that's and if you have hips, it'll be different. Exactly. Like you can wear the exact same outfit as someone else, but if your hips are a little bit wider, it'll fit differently. Yeah, I agree. It's not one size fits all. I feel like we know, for example, a top where you can see like half of your breast. Obviously, that's yeah. not modest. I think where like we all can recognize that. I think where it always gets the line is like, well, how far up do you wear? And I think that is a conviction that God can give you. And also, too, I think it also, um, it's up to you. It's up to you, like, whether you even care. Because some people yeah. don't care. Some people don't want to be modest. And then there's, um, like, the super, like, trad, like, legal, borderline legalistic people where I feel, like, for, like, I, mm-hmm. I think it really depends on your body type. Like, for me, like, it's mainly, so like, too. female it's listeners, bodies, right? right? Just making sure. Yeah, it should okay. be. Well, we have a couple Okay, of well, since it's majority female, I think it's okay to say this. But, like, I have, like... I'm like, I'm like an A minus and like, you know, upper size. And so I can wear like a deeper V-neck than like my best friend can. Like my best friend has to like, has to have a way big, like, you know, top. And so I think that like, it really just depends. But like every, I think most of us have like discernment and discretion to be like, okay, probably shouldn't wear this, you know? Yeah. And I mean, even like, and you know, if this is TMI, you can be like, okay, that's too much. But like, do you? I feel like you probably don't always have to wear a bra. I either. don't. But I, like, I don't yeah. a lot of the time, which like, you know. And that's, I mean, it's not super like obvious. Like that's fine, but like you know, me, I have like it. I have to wear yeah. a bra. You know, like there's just, but it's all have to do with body types, and you just work with what you have. Um, 
But yeah, so that's that on outfits and Coachella. I don't have a good transition to our next story. Um, but it is I want to talk about two trials. This is going to be really quick, even though it might not be that quick. But there's two trials going on. You know, the Johnny Depp trial with Amber Heard. And then I don't know if you know the Kardashians and Black China trial. Okay, I saw that on, like, my TikTok for you page. Like, I literally saw Black China on my TikTok for you page today. And I was like, don't know what's going on. Okay, let me explain that one first. Because I'm going to be honest, that one's more interesting to me. So... I also want to start off, I'm not like, there's Kardashian stands. There's people who are like, oh my god, I love them, I know everything about them. That's not me at all, but I do find them incredibly fascinating from a business standpoint. I read this article years ago, where, or I guess, I keep saying article, it's probably just like an op-ed, <laughs> where someone made the comment, and I just, I cannot stop thinking about it, that the Kardashians do something they made money off of something that we do every single day and we don't make a dime from. Their existence makes them money. And, like, we exist and we don't, like, we're not billionaires, you know? So I remember thinking that, like, dang, that that's such a good point. How do I do this? How, how do I make money from existing? But anyway, so what's happened is Black China sued the Kardashians because their show her show with Rob was canceled. Now, it was called Rob and Black China and Rob. Now, if they break up, logically, you would think your show with the Kardashians <laughs> would be canceled. But for whatever reason, she felt as if she had a right to it. Well, she sued the Kardashians. Now, the Kardashians are suing her back. And that's what this trial is that everybody is like talking about and like they're doing all the sketches, which I've never been interested in sketches from trials, but I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, this is crazy. I've never cared about a celebrity trial before. Um, but one thing that was, that came out that to me was very sad. Um, but it just goes to show like ladies, well, I'll say it in a second. So one thing that came out that was really sad was, um, this, they asked the jury, um, or they asked someone on the jury, like, have they ever seen the Kardashian show? And um, she said, the guy was like, no, but I've seen the tape. And then the whole courtroom, like, burst out laughing. And I feel sorry for her because I'm I'm sure she wants this to be over. Like, who wants their tape? Especially because, at least from the outside looking in, it seems like she really is remorseful for it. It seems like she kind of wish she hadn't done it. So who wants that to still be talked about? And then for people to, like, laugh, I feel that's just so humiliating. Um, and I do feel sorry for her, but everyone listening, this just goes to show you, like, men are not, like, don't do it. <laughs> don't record, don't send nudes, don't do any of that stuff. Men are not going, like, it's not, every time you think that they throw it away, I promise you, they did not. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, so that's what's going on with that, and, like, Black China is saying that, like, she's owed, um, a show that they got into... They stopped her at her career, and it's like, did you have a career? Yeah. Like, I don't. What? Who are you? It's just so interesting to me, and it hasn't officially like started. They're still picking. Pretty sure at the time of this recording, they're still picking um, the jury. So that's 
the Kardashian um, trial. Do you have any thoughts on that? I, I just think, like, I genuinely didn't know who she was until I saw TikTok. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, well, yeah. She dated, she's the one that dated Yeah, Tom. yeah, I saw that on the TikTok, and it's just like, well, if you're only famous because you dated someone who's connected to very famous people, then, like, you're probably not going to have a successful show. Like, even if they gave her a show, I don't really think a lot of people would watch it, you know? No. And um, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling, I think it was Vic who was or that um, Rob... So Black China tweeted a couple of weeks ago that um, she had to sell three of her cars because she's a single mom and she has no help. Well, then Rob and then the father, um, Tyga, who is the father of her other child, who actually dated Kylie, too, which is a whole mess. Um, They, (laughs) whole mess. So they both tweeted how essentially they have custody of the kids like six days out of the week and they pay for everything. They even pay for their kids like tuition for their school. And she's over here complaining. And it's like, even so if you had a show, your your one kid that makes you a Kardashian, even connected to the Kardashians, doesn't even live with you. It's not even going to be on the show. Yeah, And she's a hot mess. Yikes. Um. So then the other trial that's going on is um, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. And this, I haven't really followed that much. Um, I saw something before I came, before we started recording, I saw something on the news about it. Um, and I didn't realize, so Johnny Depp has an English accent, but he's from Kentucky. <laughs> Maybe it's just like his vibe, but like his persona, I don't know. I am nervous now that he's just acting. And I told my dad that I was on Team Johnny Depp. And now I'm embarrassed. Like, I didn't realize he was from Kentucky. So now I'm like, okay, it's everything else he's been saying. Is I feel like it, it like, uh, people who live in, like, Hollywood acting? or L.A. just kind of, like, have an accent. Like, I feel like his, the way he talks is very L.A. Um, very, like, okay. Hollywood. So I don't know. Okay, I hope that's it because I I was thinking I was like, oh wow, I didn't know Johnny Depp was from um Europe. Like he sounds like he's from London. And then I saw someone um on Facebook or like I the post, let me see, it was so funny to me. It was like, um, I'll start caring about this trial when you can tell me why a man from Kentucky sounds okay he goes i'll start caring about the johnny depp trial as soon as someone explains to me why a guy who was born in kentucky and went to high school in florida now speaks with a thick british accent (laughs) i was like you know what that's that's a valid point that is a valid lovers are just weird though like they are they're just they're weird and i'm kind of just like they are. This is all a show, and y'all are just distracting us from real world issues. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like so. I love entertainment, love a good movie, love TV. I don't want to be like shut up and dribble because that's so rude. But like low key, I wish celebrities would just act and then take really cute pictures in cute clothes and like tag where they got the clothes that's affordable and kind of like move on. Like, I, I hate to be that person. Once again, I'm not trying to say shut up and dribble. Like, if you have opinions, 
No, I agree. Sure. I think if that like celebrities should just hush. Just... If you don't know anything about politics, sit down. Like <laughs> the world does not need to hear your deranged just... thoughts. Most of Gen Z doesn't know what the heck they're saying, and then they have their favorite singer or their favorite actor just echoing in their echo chamber, and they think that now they're a philosopher. Like I just, I can't. I don't know. I, I'm like the yeah. shut up and dribble. <laughs> just no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so. One of my favorite shows is Community. I don't know if you ever saw that. Did you ever watch it? Okay, it's better than The Office. If you're ever like, oh, what's Mallory's humor? Watch Community. Like, that's my type of humor. So it's one of the funniest characters on the show is, I don't know his name in real life, but he's Asian. Uh, oh, he's the Asian guy from um, The Hangover. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he plays one of the funniest characters on the show. Well, Rudy Giuliani was on The Masked Singer, and when Rudy Giuliani took his mask off, this guy is like, I'm done, and walks off. And it's like, oh my god, that's so unnecessarily dramatic. I really liked your characters that you have played. Please stop. Like, I don't want your opinion on... Like, uh, that was just to me. I was just like, oh man, now I know your opinion, and I really am liking you less. I mean, still, community is still a great show, but like, I really, I, I don't want to tell people to shut up and dribble, but I kind of do. Okay, you don't have to. I will. don't want to know their opinions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You say it for me. I don't want, like, when he did that, I was like, oh God, now I know his opinion, and I don't want to know his That's opinion. how I felt about Taylor Swift. Like, I loved her song. Oh, I still yeah. listen to her sometimes. But, like, during the election, when, like, she had the Joe Biden cake, I thought it was so funny how, like, the internet ate her up and was like, yeah, she has really good taste in men. Like, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Horrible, but funny. That is funny. And I think it's just speaking on Taylor Swift, her evolution is so weird to me. Okay, this is a terrible theory, and no one be mad at me for saying this. This is my theory. So, remember when she and... So, remember Taylor Swift was, like, big. I mean, everybody loved her. Like, she crossed races, like, Black people, white people, Asian people, Latinos, uh, anyone, really. Every teen girl. Every teen girl. Well, remember when she got in the beef with Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, and all that? Okay. And people did not like her. Here's my theory. She took that break, and she had to figure out how to get back in people's good graces. What group of people have the monopoly on the culture right now? What group of people... Um, everybody loves and it's easy to latch on to and they have a huge lobby and they can do anything LGBT people and then she did that whole mm-hmm. thing the whole um, being mean never anybody made anybody less gay which is hilarious and true like, you know I'll, I'll give you that being mean probably never made anyone less gay but think about that like all of a sudden she's like super pro LGBT Who's she's best friends you? with that gay black guy like Demi Lovato did the same thing like I feel like she's she becoming did. irrelevant and now she's like I'm gay and everyone's like oh my gosh Demi like that's the love yeah. ever like I feel like they all do that like I was talking to my friend Edward on my podcast and which will be dropping soon but um like we were talking about it and like he's gay and he was like no I feel like the LGBT like 
cult is like recruiting people at this point and like the reason i call it like a cult is because like i think regular average gay people are different than like the lgbt like mafia squad just because it's like they're like (laughs) like if you don't agree with them they dox you and they harass you they're like love and acceptance until you disagree and then like they Mm -hmm. are actively like i feel like they're trying to like really instill this in children and it's like you know, like JoJo Siwa, like I feel like she got even more famous when she said she was gay or like when any celebrity says they're gay, they're just like, it seems like they just blow up, you know, even more. And yeah. it's like, oh, great. Like you got some more oppression points added to your card. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And Taylor Swift couldn't say she was gay because she has this whole much. She her whole thing was that she dates men. and breaks, But she could align herself as closely as she could with the gay community and that's i think that's what she did i think that was her incentive and i mean she's back to popular again mm-hmm. everybody loves her again and now she has all these politics that i doubt she grew oh, up no. with whether she believes them now or not i don't i mean she could also too who knows she might not even really believe it like when she went remember she did a whole thing to marcia blackbird oh. when she went she could have even voted for marcia for all we know mm-hmm. um but she obviously would never yeah. tell us. So yeah, that we got off track of that. But Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, crazy trial. We got to move on because we have two big stories left. Oh, actually, wait, I wanted to tell you one more small story. So, you know, the cash me outside yeah. girl. She bought a house in cash for $6 million. She's doing that OnlyFans. In cash? Like... Yeah, is she? right when she turned 18. That's what I wanted to know. Where is she getting the money from? Who is paying her? Yes. So it's only right fans. when she turned 18, there was um, OnlyFans said that no one had gained that many subscribers in a single day before. Like, she rose to the top <gasps> the day she turned 18. Like, if that is not, like, gross. a bunch of pedophiles, like, That's it was so, so disturbing. Like, so many girls have this OnlyFans, and it's like why are like the thing the thing is it's like i'm not saying i, I don't think the catch my side girl i don't she doesn't really talk about politics but like i think a lot of people who are on only fans like a lot of people i knew growing up they tend to be leftist and they're like you know like women empowerment and like oh, men are gross and i hate all men and like they're all disgusting but then they'll make it only fans and like they'll literally be catering to these disgusting men it's like how much of a hypocrite are you? Like, it makes zero sense in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Ugh, gross. I, so the other thing about OnlyFans, I did not realize this. So sometimes I listen to um, some of those alpha male podcasts. Why? Because I hate myself and that's part <laughs> of it. But no, seriously, like sometimes I listen to those alpha male podcasts and these guys talk about OnlyFans all the time. Funny story, you guys. They say so she's making bank from OnlyFans. So what does that do? That makes regular girls who really need money want to join OnlyFans. The average person on OnlyFans is making like $500 a month. They do not like a mat. Like that is so sad to me. Imagine like debasing yourself for $500 a month. It's not worth it. Not saying that, you know, it's not worth it. Not saying that, you know, $500,000 a month makes it <laughs> worth it either. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm saying it might raise a million it. dollars. I'm just kidding. I don't know. You know, if you said 500000 <laughs> no, no, no. But just like $500 a month, I, to me, that's just so sad. That And it just, uh, and it shows just like the degeneracy 
of our country that people can make that much money. I had no idea it was from OnlyFans. I was wondering though, I was like, where did this girl get money from? Because it's not like she she had a rap career that went nowhere. It's not like she's an influencer, at least not that I know of. I don't know. So, I think they get money OnlyFans, from, like, that's crazy. But I know she's making bank from OnlyFans, so that's crazy. And then, but the thing is, girls like her are making money, and I, I just it's so sad to me when you hear about just regular everyday girls that do want some extra money. I don't. I would love to tell them, you know, there's other businesses you can invest in. But what's so sad is like no one's talking about, for example, a jewelry business. The the Pink Rose Jewelry Store will be opening soon. If you like my necklace, you'll be able to see it there. But there's jewelry businesses you can yeah. start. You can do bath bombs. There's just so many other you things can you TikToks. can do. TikToks. Like, um, and it's hard. I'm you not- can literally make TikToks for companies. Make t- yes. Yeah. Can yeah. You? Okay. That's a whole other story, though. That's, I- I'm going to ha- I need. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm like, that's a whole other I story. need to. That's one of my side gigs, so. Okay, yeah. So there's so many things you can do. You don't have to, you know, debase yourself that way. Um, okay, there's once again, we got to speed up. Um, but there's no way to transition better. So I'll do this. So there's a no mask mandate. And I'll read the story um, really quick. This is from Reuters. The Biden administration will no longer enforce U.S. mask mandates on public transportation after a federal judge in Florida on Monday ruled that the 14-month-old directive was unlawful, overturning a key White House effort to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Soon after the announcement, all major carriers, including American Airlines, United Airlines, and Delta Airlines, as well as National Train Track, Amtrak, relaxed the restrictions effective immediately. I said that about American Airlines because I am a member there and eventually I would like to travel to Thailand for free. So I only fly them to get the points. Um, The ruling by U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel, an appointee of President Donald Trump, came in a lawsuit filed last year in Tampa, Florida by a group called the Health Freedom Defense Fund. It follows a string of rulings against Biden administrative directives to fight the infectious disease that has killed nearly 1 million Americans, including vaccine or test mandates for employers. Judge Mazel said the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention had exceeded its authority with the mandate and had not sought public comment and did not adequately explain its decisions. So, yay! No more mass mandate! How do you, what are your thoughts? How do you feel? I mean, so like my, uh, the thing is I've seen so many people who, and, and I don't want to be like an annoying conservative that just like is going to be a Karen to the people that are still masking. Like if you want to do it, whatever, it's not my life. But like, I will say the amount of leftist or people, I assume that they're leftist that have posted a picture of themselves and a mask or a double mask and have said, no matter what the scientists say, I'm still wearing a mask. Like, it just really, it's Lame. Like, you know, like, okay, it's follow the science until the science doesn't agree with your politics. Like, it's follow the science because it makes you virtue signal and make everyone else, you know, feel bad because you get to shame people and somehow you feel like you're saving the world. Like, that's all these people really care about, you know? Right. And it's follow the science unless the science says that um, a baby is yeah, a baby. Exactly. A fetus is a baby. I'll use their language. A fetus is a baby. 
then it's follow the science. Yeah, I'm really happy that we don't have to wear a mask on plane. So when we're all going to YWLS, we don't have to wear a mask. Um, and it's really interesting, though, seeing people revolt by double masking. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I feel like you missed yeah. a lot. A lot happened that you just did not. I don't know. That's like so weird. Book. <laughs> like, it feels like we're living in a dystopian movie or dystopian book, like a brave new world or um, what is it called? Idiocracy. Like, oh, my God. I feel I like movie, I am yeah. in one of those movies where people are just like, oh, um, you, you know, you're like they do things that hurt themselves to get back at you. It's like. Yeah, so weird. It's like oh, like I'm starving, but because I don't like you, I'm not gonna eat. Like it just makes no sense to me. Like no people sense. at my school no are sense. double masking still. Like professors in the STEM field, like these people are literally in STEM and they're still double masking. It's like I know darn well you know that this does not work, but yeah, yeah. It's also really sad because I bet some of those people like. Some of them aren't even doing it out of spite. Some of them are, like, genuinely yeah. scared. And I think that's really sad that, like, we've gotten to a point where people are, A, so scared now, and then, B, so scared that they're going to do just, like, outlandish things. That's just so... I, I've seen that. And I get it. COVID's terrible. Yeah. But... No, have you seen the TikTok where, like, it's this girl walking. I did, like, a... I, I like, duetted her. And she's walking. She's, like, got to put on my mask to make sure people don't think I'm a Republican or conservative. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's ridiculous. I'm going to take off my mask because I don't want people to think I'm a leftist. Like, that's so funny because I've, like, low-key done that before. I've, like, not, not, like, out of spite, but I've been, like, okay, I've been in an area where I'm, like, oh, gosh, okay, we can take it off. Let me take it off real quick. I don't want anybody to think that I'm a liberal and, and that I did this on purpose. I was just following the rules. Oh, no, I, I never um, more. Like, this whole pandemic, like, I've maybe worn it a handful of times, but, like, I really didn't. Like, I think rules are social constructs. I don't know. Maybe that's, like, the conservatarian in me. Yeah. Like, laws are social constructs if they're unethical and I will not follow them. <laughs> but <laughs> See... I okay, so I think that, but I realized I really like order. Like I like their and I and I know it's probably unpopular. People are gonna be like, you weirdo. I really like order. Like I really like when there's like guidelines. And I don't know if that's I know, I don't know if that's you know, I just I like guidelines. I don't necessarily always like to I've broken rules before. Like, I'm not, like, super prude or anything. But for the most part, I do, I like to know, okay, this is the guidelines. Mm -hmm. That's why, and this is going to sound silly, but that's also why I kind of like the Bible. So I just like to know, even if I'm doing something wrong, I like to know that there is a right and Mm -hmm. there's a wrong. Because I have always believed, like, I've never been one of those people who, like, oh, this is gray. I've always believed something's either right or wrong. We're going to get to heaven and we're going to know whether A or B was correct. Um, so I do kind of like rules, but I will say I hadn't worn a mask. I don't think at all in 2022. I think I stopped maybe half of 2021. Like I, like if you like beg me to put it on, then I'll not anymore. I would have put it on if you're like, oh, we really need you to do it. Um, but I started wearing a mesh one on the airplane and no one said nice. anything. So that was a fun. company had sent I me like 20 rebellious. of them in 2020. 
And oh. I was like, thank God I was using that so much. The mesh one, like the breathe, I'll plug them, breathe, yeah. very love mask. Like shout out to them for hooking me up breathe, with like masks that help me breathe in class and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Those um, are what I started to use. I had a really cute one that said pro-life oh, that I would Ooh. wear to like pro-life events or like if I wanted to, you know, cause a little bit of drama. I'd wear it out certain places, um, but for the most part, I'll say since mid-2021, I just have not worn one, except for on planes. That's the one place where they're, like, super, not anymore, they were, like, super strict about it. But I'm just so glad for it to be over. I feel like it's, I feel like we're definitely in an upward, like, it's over type. Yeah trajectory yeah no i agree i think that i i didn't really ever make a scene about the mask except one time i did because i was just so over it but like because i was going yeah. through the drive-thru like a, a drive-thru and usually the drive-thru at starbucks by my house and like the girl's like you need to wear one even through the drive-thru and i was like i'm not wearing with all due respect i'm not wearing one like she kept pestering and pestering like, she wasn't gonna give me my drink and like i was like fed up at that point and like i did research in infectious diseases like specifically infectious diseases like the year prior and so i was just like well you know what i'm actually a science major did study in infectious diseases and mass doesn't work unless it's an n95 so i'm not gonna put one on and i just want my drink like that was the only time that i was like semi-rude but yeah yeah that's funny i the only time that i've been like oh she didn't have my mask on was i was at the gym i was at my boxing gym this was like at the, I don't want to say it was the height of the pandemic, but it was like right, I'll say maybe like a month after they opened gyms up again and a police officer was coming in. We thought they were coming to the gym. They were actually going to the gym beside the gym mm-hmm. I was at, but the police officer started walking forward and the owner was like, um, okay, everybody, if he comes in, just, um, you know, because you had to technically have a special reason to be at a gym like you couldn't just be at one so just know have your reason have your reason he was like going around make sure you have your reason because we thought we were like like um i don't want to say germany because that's rude to compare but like we it was felt like it was like in the movie like okay we're sneaking in at the gym like don't okay you gotta have your fake excuse all right okay okay go 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 like it it was so weird that was the only time i was like intense with the math i was like oh my god we're gonna get arrested for going to the gym and then i thought this will be maybe this could be how i go viral i'll be on tucker if i tell him i got arrested at the gym uh, maybe ali back will have me on her podcast okay this won't be the worst oh thing no, i almost got cake i almost got arrested at school one time because i wasn't wearing it oh my it goodness was, you almost got arrested yeah they like called the cop and like but it was the day before the mandate ended and i was like are you serious like COVID disappears tomorrow like i, I was being a little sassy um i was like <laughs> no like i'm you're not gonna kick me out like good on you for standing up i was, I was mad like it takes a i was just mad at that point because I, I felt my school has just been so um my school has been very manipulative and so I was already upset, but I'm actually going to be on a little docu exposing my school. So thank God I graduate because I don't want to be there when it comes out. So I'll definitely. Ooh, keep you yes. We'll definitely post about it. Oh, that's exciting. Excited. That's good. People need to expose more people because I think, well, number one, the Bible says everything done in darkness will come to light. So it's all bound to happen. 
Um, and number two, people need to be made aware of like what's going on. Speaking of which, um, we, someone who has been working overtime to make sure that we are, are in the know of what's going on is libs of TikTok. Well, that was a good transition. Um, so I'll read this. This is from the Daily Wire. I'll read this really quick. Um, Taylor Lorenz criticized for her plan to dox anonymous libs of TikTok account. Washington Post journalist Taylor Lorenz was criticized Monday after it appeared she was planning to reveal the woman behind libs of TikTok, an anonymous Twitter account that reshares videos left as posts on social media to expose their radicalism. The plan to reveal the woman behind the account came after Ron DeSantis spokesperson Christina Peshaw, <laughs> that's funny, Peshaw, um, shared an email she received from Lorenz saying she planned to release a story about it. Lorenz herself recently gave a tearful interview speaking about online harassment she had received as a journalist. Libs of TikTok has attracted more than half a million followers and tens of thousands of million views on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube since the launching of the account in 2020. The feeds showcase the most deranged videos of leftists, especially teachers, and have held exposed a variety of scandals. Okay, you want to give your opinion first? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are literally, she's just holding up a mirror to their stupidity and insanity, and they're mad. Which shows you how insane and deranged these people are. Because they literally are mad that someone's just showing the world how crazy they are. And like... The people that screen tolerance, love, and acceptance are the people that are doxing. And the thing is, Haley Lorenz literally cried a week prior for being doxed. I saw like, that. I've seen that clip. I'm like... Yeah. But then she's going to go to, like, someone's house and, like, her family members. I don't know. These people are, are deranged. And I'm convinced it's, like... Uh, no, I shouldn't say that. That's a little too harsh. But these people are deranged. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where you're going. And it wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, these people are crazy. I, it's super hypocritical. She was on a show crying and then she literally did the exact same thing to somebody. I think also too, a hit dog, a holler. I love that saying, first of all. Um, and people are upset about the account about libs of TikTok because they are upset that they're being exposed. Um, if you really didn't, um, Sorry, I'm getting a phone call. If you really didn't, um, if you weren't bothered, if you didn't think there was anything wrong with they were exposing, then why would you be upset? A hit dog, a holler. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, I'm. Yeah. No, I just think it's crazy. Like uh, people, at least rational people that are left leaning, can like see the absurdity, you know, and they can at least find a middle mm-hmm. ground. But then you have, like, these leftists who literally, like, nothing they do is wrong. Like, they will go to the ends of the earth to defend the most insane policies and insane people. You know, I don't know. It's just insane. Yeah, yeah that's the other part, too. I'm like, did you see the videos? I don't know if you want to be aligning yourself with some of these people she posts. And I think it's good that she exposes them. I have a friend who is liberal. And he's gay, and um, he listens, or he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, I was telling him about the Libs of TikTok account because it was something, I showed him something, and I was like, how do you, like, how do you feel about this? Like, he was like, this stuff is terrible because this does not represent a large majority of mm. liberals. 
So it makes us look bad. So it's good that it's being exposed because it's just not the truth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a very good perspective. That's a good perspective. And I think people who realize that it's wrong, they understand like why she's doing what yeah. she's doing. But the people who are like, well, there's nothing wrong with it. They are against what? it. Against her exposing The them. thing that's that bugs me though is I feel like it is the left. Like it is the majority of the left. Like I think that they're the class you think so? I, I don't. Because, like, I'm in California, so, like, I see, like, the derangement. That's true. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> a leftist in California is different than a leftist in North Carolina. No matter how crazy North Carolina people are, they will. It, the leftist in North Carolina is going to be. Yeah, different like, than I'm fine with classical liberals. Like, I'm fine with classical liberals. I have no issue with classical liberals, libertarians, like conservatives, paleocons. Like, I have no problem with everyone. It's the leftists that I have a problem with. Like, because those are the people that I feel like people will call themselves liberal, but they're not actually liberal. Like, the. LGBT, ABC, like, they're not actual classical liberals. Like, those are leftists. Those are, like, majority socialist communists. Like, majority, they are just deranged. Um, But it, I don't know. It, it's, like, I like that libs of TikTok. I feel like it's accurate for people who truly are leftists because they're realizing how insane the far left is, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what? I guess that's a good point, too, because there are probably people who call themselves they're like yeah i'm a dim i'm a liberal but they probably don't know how far left people are and it's probably like okay wait a second maybe i'm not a leftist liberal as i thought i was i just some of the stuff i'm just like okay so you posted this uh on your reel on a reel today i think it was today or yesterday and i saw this a couple days ago the thing about the math problem with like strippers or something do you know what i'm talking about Mm. it was like a math problem it was in some math book it wasn't you this was was this you i feel like it might not have been you i don't think it was me okay well it's this math problem um that let me see if i can find it. it was something like um johnny oh it wasn't you it was isabel brown (laughs) awkward um okay so (laughs) so much alike you know (laughs) yeah you guys are practically twins i wonder why i thought that's weird why did i think that um maybe (laughs) that's so weird but anyway so the problem is like angelo was sexually abused by her mother's blank at age eight, which shaped her to have career choices and motivation for writing. And it's a math problem. So it's like, Y plus X plus blah, blah, blah. Like, I can find it somewhere and post it maybe um, on the page and, like, in everybody's opinion. But, like, stuff like, like, I saw that and I'm like, that can't be true. Like, but I guess it is. And, like, sometimes, some of the stuff on libs of TikTok, I'm like, this can't, no, this is a parody. Like, are we sure this isn't a parody? It's just, I guess I'm just too naive because some of the stuff, I just really feel like it can't be, this can't be real. It can't be how people really I are. mean, that's literally how people that I went to school with are. Like, <laughs> I kid you not. Like, majority of people, I've, those things aren't, those things are not um, nuances. Like, they're not anomalies. They are the things that I hear on a daily yeah. basis here. 
That's so scary. Yeah. No, the, I've literally heard That's professors so scary. like that libs of TikTok has posted. Like it's it's because they get it from academia. Like academia sometimes they use these fancy words and people go on a whim with it and then they say these deranged things and it's like this is not what that person was saying and you're just making up these fancy terms. It's uneducated and you sound deranged. That's crazy. Well, We'll continue to follow the Libs of TikTok story. I want to do more on that because, like, I just find it very interesting. Um, we got to wrap it up. We've been going over an hour. Um, but I just find that story so interesting. I'm glad that she has the account. I learn a lot. I it It's just so hard for me. I don't want to think people are really like that. I want this all to be, like, a silly joke. That like we just didn't know about, and they all come out, and everybody claps. We're just joking, everybody. This is not how we really are. We don't believe this. We gotcha. Like that's what I really want, and I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, I think this is real now. So we definitely want to follow this story though, because it's also a good conversation of like what is journalism. What is um, doxing? Because people are like, oh, that's this isn't doxing. Yeah. And then also, too, like, what rules do you have as an influencer? And, like, you know, let's say those other girls didn't have anything with Mallory's name on it. I never posted a picture. And, but I still posted all the stuff I posted. What, you know, what difference is those are the girls from Life is Malpal, you know? I think these are really interesting questions that maybe we'll do a whole separate episode in a week or so about. Um, but I still want to keep following this story. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. To Those are all the stories we're going to talk about today. I'm trying to think of anything else I need to add. I want to remind everyone, get a t-shirt. Please make sure you vote. If you have any questions about registering or if you don't understand like um, how to get to the polling place that you need to go to, please reach out. Seriously, reach out. Um, I've been saying we're going to do episodes a little bit more about voting. We are. Hopefully this weekend, I'm going to record um, just some terms that people might not know, just so you guys can have put it on the YouTube channel. Um, Anything else? Noelle, when is your next? Do you have an idea when your next episode's coming? Um, so the next episode should be coming out um, in, let's see, next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday. So I might release it a little Wednesday. bit earlier. So I don't know. Ooh. So. Stay tuned. Make sure you're following her um, for the next episode. And also to the episode that came out this week, you interviewed Kristen, which is so funny because Kristen was Monday's episode on this podcast. I was like, wow, look That's at that. Funny. It's such a small world. <laughs> um, so yeah, everybody, make sure you rate, review, like, subscribe, share this uh, tea-filled episode with all your friends um please leave us a five-star review please review we really do need the reviews um how we get pushed up in the algorithm is from reviews so when you leave us a review that makes a huge difference um let's see anything else i think that's it everybody have a good rest of your day bye Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. 
Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.